The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. And now, this week's sermon is from our beloved... The Savior of the Weed. CannabisRadio.com presents The Stoner Jesus Show. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. I give it to go, King. I've created very few things outright in my life. That's one of them. That's my shit. I'm not going to have it run into the ground by a bunch of whiny fucking dickweed. I got coronavirus from snorting liquefied fucking bad brains. Have you seen the light? Yes! Yes! Jesus H. Goddamn Christ! I have seen the light! The Stoner Jesus Show. Fuck yeah. What's up, everybody? Stoner Jesus, Stoner Jesus Show live. It's chapter 4, verse 41. We're doing it live. On July 10th, 2021, happy oil day, happy dab day, happy 710 day to all of you out there. Thanks for joining us live. If you're watching us later, that's cool. If you want to check out anything on the show, any information on the show whatsoever, stonerjesus.net. If you want to email the show, you can do that as well, stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. If you're a hardcore fan of the show, find us on Facebook. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Seek and ye shall find our group of hardcore fans on Facebook, Disciples of Stoner Jesus. We're only broadcasting tonight live on Twitter. That's because there might be some nudity later. That's right. The return of strip trivia. So if there is nudity, they won't fly on any other platform besides Twitter. I fucked up once and broadcast over Facebook. I got suspended for three days. Twitch didn't seem to care. And of course, Twitter doesn't care at all. The strip trivia with Snowy Autumn coming up later. Also, my interview with J.R.R. Token. Knowing, you've probably seen him on Twitter. He's been on the show before. He wrote some amazing books. Hence the name of the show, Literature and Tits. The title of today's episode. Some of my, two of my most favorite things besides weed, Literature and Tits. Anyway, all that's coming up. Let's talk about uh, Rachel Nichols. Speaking of tits, huh? Am I right? course I am. Also, live reads of our sponsors. Go check out their banners on stonerjesus.net. They are awesome. If you want to check me on other places, like other shows and whatnot, don't forget about Smoke Out. Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. Hold on. Let's let's kill that one. There we go. Anyway, Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. Let me bring up the uh, the graphic for it. It'll be much easier for those of you watching. It's myself and Shelly Martinez, who's a model, content creator, former pro wrestler. She has a ton of great stories. Basically, we get together every week. We smoke a lot of weed. We talk about stuff that's going on in her life, my life, uh, topics she once brought up. She tells great stories, as I said. I interject some witty comments. If you want to smoke with us and blaze with us each week, you want to get every episode on video, all you have to do is subscribe. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. There's an OnlyFans option. There's also a Patreon option. Both have their advantages. There's more options on Patreon. There's some sexy Shelly stuff on both. The Wake and Bake podcast, old episodes of that, 
from the Martinez girls. That's on Patreon. Do both. That's what I would do. Just subscribe to both. That way you get everything. ShellySJSmokeout.com. It's awesome. Go check it out. I also do the High Noon Hemp Show every Wednesday, uh, noon Eastern time, hence the title, The High Noon Hemp Show. It's myself, <coughs> excuse me, and Beach from Hemptations, who's four locations of Hemptations in the Southwest Ohio area. And uh, we talk about hemp, basically hemp, CBD, what's going on. There's uh, various segments. He wears hemp clothing all the time, so he tells you about his outfit every week. It's cool shit. Go check it out, The High Noon Hemp Show. Now, before we get into the Rachel Nichols thing, I'll tell you about Silk City Hot Sauce. You want to save some money on your hot sauce. They have a ton, an absolute fuck ton of flavors. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use code SJ15. You get 15% off and a free bottle of hot sauce. It's code SJ15. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Follow Silk City Hot on Twitter. Use code SJ15. It's promo code SJ15. 15% off and a free bottle of sauce. Just like that. It's awesome. Anyway. On to other things. Let me go find this fucking video. Rachel Nichols was in the news. And this caught my eye because... Um, and Ian. Rachel Nichols, uh, one of my major crushes back in the day. Rachel Nichols has been around for a while. And um, yes, I may have rubbed one or several out thinking about Rachel Nichols. Whatever. I like sports. And she's hot. She was much hotter back then. But still, I mean, she's holding up pretty well. You know, if I may be so bold. To, I may be so bold to opine these days on her looks. So she got in trouble for some controversial comments. Basically saying that this woman, this black woman, took one of her gigs because she's black. And ESPN has a diversity problem. And because of the diversity problem in ESPN, they need to have more black faces, more black reporters, more black hosts, things of that nature. So she says in a private phone call, uh, that was made public recently. Probably has been circulating at ESPN for a while. But it, uh, the New York Times put it out there recently. And she's complaining that, in her opinion, she got pushed aside because ESPN news, needs to do more about diversity, which she seems to agree with, just not at her expense. So uh, let's check this out. An ESPN anchor is apologizing for implying that a black colleague got opportunities because of the color of her skin. The comments came during a phone call that was recorded, and now it's causing a big headache for ESPN right as the NBA finals get under. By the way, a uh, <clears throat> little uh, tip for you, all you out there. Always assume you're being recorded. Always. You can turn off your phone. You can cover your webcam. What the fuck ever. If someone wants to fucking record you, they're going to record you. They'd be recording your phone call. They'd be recording you. Uh, they could have been recording me back in the day, jerking off to Rachel Nichols. Who knows? Anyway, continuing. This little tip for you out there. Pro tip. Way. Les Trent has more. A top ESPN personality is making a televised apology. So the first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. But Rachel Nichols became the story after a secretly recorded tape was played in which she implied that her colleague, Maria Taylor, got a plump ESPN hosting gig because she's black. I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your like crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I myself, like, know personally from the female side of it. 
like, go for it. Just, you know, find it somewhere else. Like, you're not going to find it with me and take my thing away. The recording was made last year as Rachel Nichols vented from her hotel. So basically, <clears throat> her problem, or the problem in general with what she said, as far as I can gather, and I know Whitey is about to opine on this. I'm fucking Northern European white, but I still have an opinion on things. <clears throat> what she got in trouble for was implying that this woman got the job because she's black. And as they talk about later, she's very qualified, so on and so forth, and that's fine. I mean, that's subjective, really, but that's why, you know, you know who's, who's qualified, who's more qualified, who does more. And, you know, there's no way to, like, to quantify that, really, especially if someone has similar experiences and similar careers. Although I don't think this woman's been around as nearly as long as Rachel Nichols. As I said, I was jerking off Rachel Nichols like 20 years ago. Yeah, that's right. I'm dating myself. <laughs> anyway, what she implies is this woman got the job because she's black. Because ESPN has a diversity problem, and she's all for that. She's all for her getting a job because she's black, just not her job. And people, I guess, have a problem with, and uh, Jamila Hill talks about it later in this video, Black people are tired of assuming that they people that they people assuming that they got the job because they're black. I would point out one affirmative action has been around since the seventies, I believe, and two there is a lot of pressure nowadays for diversity hiring, especially from African American activists. They want more black people hired, so it's not out of the realm of possibility to assume that someone with less experience got a job over someone with more experience. And the more experienced person was white and the less experienced person was black, it's not of the realm of possibility to assume that they got that job or at least got a leg up because they're black. But that seems to be what she's in trouble for, mainly. Hotel room near Orlando, Florida, and has festered among ESPN employees. But it just surfaced in public after the New York Times obtained a copy. Last night during the airing of her show, The Jump, Nichols, who is Diane Sawyer's daughter-in-law, tried to explain. But I also don't want to let this moment pass without saying how much I respect, how much I value our colleagues here at ESPN, how deeply, deeply sorry I am for disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor, and how grateful I am to be part of this outstanding team. Well, Rachel, I want to say thank you. Thank you for accepting responsibility for your actions. CBS This Morning's Gail Kidd. That's, that's the thing I don't get. Responsibility for her actions. You're acting like she, like, you know, she ran over somebody or something. She had a DUI and uh, drove a family off the road and there were injuries. She made a reasonable assumption that this woman took her job because this woman is black. And you know, ESPN has come out and said, no, that's not the trait. That's not the case. Because it probably is. If this woman's less experienced, and I don't know a lot about her, I've never heard of her. I didn't used to jack off to her like I did for Rachel Nichols. <laughs> but, I mean, is that so far-fetched? I mean, it's not like she called her the N-word or, you know, said, oh, I'm so tired of these N-words getting my job, took in my gerbs. She didn't say any of that. She was very uh, complimentary of the system, just not in her instance. The system being affirmative action, diversity hiring, whatever you want to call it. She still wanted to be at her expense, which, you know, could be said about a lot of people. They want, you know, they're all for it until it's at their expense. In any case, they're acting like this was like a major fucking incident. It's a very weird time to live in. You really got to watch what you say. Thing is weighing know. in. I don't, because nobody's watching, but, you know, people do. 
on the controversy. I think she felt that something was being taken away from her that she normally gets. But Maria Taylor was also very deserving of getting that job. And, uh, what does that mean? What is that? Who, who decides that? Well, yes, Ben decides it, obviously. But how do you quantify that? If she was very deserving, more deserving of Rachel Nichols. Can you say all things being equal? I haven't got that. Yeah, also there we go. <laughs> it's freaking me out. Blurry. Blurry yellow blob is freaking me out. It's not unreasonable to say that she would get a leg up because she's black if your goal in diversity hiring is to hire more black people. Is it not? Am I missing something? Isn't diversity hiring and affirmative action aren't the purposes to get more black people in those jobs? And then you say, well, that's maybe why she got the job. And people freak out. Oh, no, that's not like this one right here, like Jamila Hill. So spoke with former ESPN host Jamil Hill. We get a little tired of somebody insinuating that the reason that we have a job is because we're black. You know, that gets very tiresome. And this does it. Or isn't that the point? Isn't that the point of affirmative action? You get the job because you're black. There may be more qualified people, but there's not enough black people. So because you're black and maybe less qualified, you get the job. Isn't that the point? You can't say on the one hand, well, yeah, we want more black people hired. And on the other hand, say, well, we resent the fact that you think we got hired because we're black. That makes no sense. It's just in. ESPN announced that Nichols would be replaced as sideline reporter covering the NBA finals starting tonight. We believe this is the best decision for all concerned in order to keep the focus on the NBA finals. Rachel will continue to host the jump, said the ESPN statement. How deeply, deeply sorry I am. An ESPN spokesperson. She's near tears. She's near tears as if she got a DUI and ran over a kid. Was quoted saying a group of executives thoroughly and fairly considered all the facts related to the incident, adding that they have addressed the situation appropriately. Yeah, what are they? What are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to do with what she did? It's not like she. It's not like it's gonna be a hostile work environment. She's like, oh, this fucking n-word this bitch took my job took my hosting gig or whatever my sideline gig or whatever the fuck it was i don't even know i don't even care in any case that's that <laughs> moving on and yes i did used to jerk off to rachel nichols thank you anyway <laughs> interviews with jrr token coming up Author, artist, he did some great art pieces he showed us. Of course, his books, we talked about those, all kinds of stuff. Also, we did strip trivia with Snowy Autumn, Snowy Autumn on OnlyFans and on Twitter. Did she get naked? Did we see the best hits on Twitter? You have to find out. You have to wait. I'm not going to tell you. You have to wait and find out if you want to see those tits, if you're able to. That's all I'll say. Now, commercials. Yeah, that's right. We have sponsors we need to talk about. Uh, laboriously, I go through putting up, getting up their websites so I can talk about them. It's not easy to direct and do the transitions and stuff while hosting and everything else. First sponsor, of course, long-time sponsor, Hemptations. We just talked about them. I just talked about them. I'm talking about the uh, High Noon Hemp show I do with the owner of Hemptations. If you're in southwest Ohio, check them out. Bring shop online. As you can see there, they'll ship it right to you. By the readers of City Beat Magazine, they were voted the best green sustainable goods store and the best smoke shop of 2021. Check out the High Hemp Show, as it says there, on the Facebook page, podcast, 
the Jedi Hemp YouTube channel, <clears throat> all of that good stuff. Click the Hemptations banner on stonerjesus.net. They're awesome. Hemptations. PlanetEverywhere.com is their uh, online ordering. You know, like I said, if you're not in the Cincinnati area, order directly from them. And Beach will send it to you. That's how he do. That's how he roll. Next up, Hydro Bucket. That's right. This one comes with a, a coupon code. Look at that. <coughs> Damn it. You get the hang of this. Except for the constant clearing of my throat. Anyway, continuing. Use code STONERJ for your own Hydro Bucket. You can use it for cannabis. As you can see there, tomatoes, anything. It's the latest innovation in hydroponics. Never have to touch the plant. Never have to touch the bucket. None of that. You can get access to all the stuff you need to know about the nutrient solution. You can test the pH and the ECPPM transfer fluid. Uh, inspect roots and interior. The, uh, there's increased reservoir volume. You get unrestricted to access to the airstone and other accessories. Make sure you use code STONERJ to get 20% off of your hydro bucket. Click that uh, hydro bucket banner on stonerjesus.net and get your very own hydro bucket Code STONERJ, that's all one word. J is just the letter J. STONERJ, you get 20% off at Hydro Bucket. It is awesome. It's made in Canada. Go check them out. They're also on Instagram and Facebook. At Hydro Bucket, use that code STONERJ, get 20% off your Hydro Bucket if you're interested in growing. And I know a lot of you are. I'm not. I would suck at it. I would absolutely suck. I've talked about that before. I give it a shot just for like, you know, the purposes of the show or whatever, or to make videos, but I wouldn't expect any grandness, if you will. If you need seeds to grow in your hydro bucket, check out Coastal Mary Seeds. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. Get autoflower seeds, feminize, you get CBD seeds as well. Grow your peace of mind with Coastal Mary Seeds. They are awesome. Uh, they have all kinds of different genetics, as you can see there. Different kind of seeds shipped right to you. You see some of your favorite genetics there? Get them. If you want to try something new, get that. Some of their featured products, categories, all that stuff you see. Click that Coastal Mary banner on stonerjesus.net. And uh, get your seeds, man. Get your seeds for your hydro bucket. Last but not least... I've done many reviews with Heat Your Meat. We'll do another one here soon. HeatYourMeat.net. Done five reviews so far. It's a great, it's just basically just a powder. There's no, you know, tricks to it. It's just herbs and spices powder right there. It tastes great. It's just really fucking hot. The first review I did, I put it on pizza and I put like a big mound of it on the pizza on the front, on like the very the tip of the triangle. And I just took that bite with all of it on there. Man, that fucked me up, bro. Bro, you have no idea how bad that fucked me up. It's only eight bucks for a four-ounce bottle. It'll last forever because, like I said, you just need a little bit. Unless you really, you know, you really got a thing for, like, hot shit that you can put more on. They also have a bunch of recipes on their website. Their story, the story of the beginning of Andy's world-famous Heat Your Meat. All of it. Click that Heat Your Meat banner on stonerjesus.net. Get your uh, 
There's one little packs right there. Spread and dip mix. This thing you a little pack and make it yourself. All kinds of cool shit. Check it out. Heatyourmeat.net. They are awesome. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Click their banners on stonerjesus.net. Now, it's time for the first interview I did with J.R.R. Token. Now, I have to, because I can't load this preload, I have to share this directly from my computer, which is kind of weird, but that's fine. As long as it works. That's all I care about. Just like with the Rachel Nichols video, when I was doing that, I cared about no glitches, and I think that things went well there. But we'll see how this goes. This is almost a half-hour interview, which I have to find in the midst of all of this. I should have put it somewhere where it would have been easier to find. <laughs> in any case, I'll keep looking. It's an interview. Why can I not find this video? This is very annoying. Maybe I'll just share it from this other place. That'll be easier. Yeah, here we go. Damn. Anyway, my interview with J.R.R. Token. Go check him out on Twitter. He talks about his art, his books, all that stuff. And uh, still to come, Strip Trivia with Snowy Autumn. Don't go anywhere. Dick Nuggets. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show live on the old live chat. We have a return guest, J.R.R. Token, author from way up north, at least to us. Uh, how's it been going, man? What's been up? Oh, well, lots since we talked last. I had a pipe wow. giveaway contest last year, and uh, my Twitter presence increased threefold just from that. Um, I got Tommy Chong to follow me online. Uh, that was pretty cool. Just today, I got a, a an NFL star to follow me online. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Stevenson. Um, what else? So, yeah. And I and, and my I got a publishing contract. You gotta like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So my book one that you and I spoke about last year together on your show here. Uh, mm-hmm. And thanks for having me back, by the way. No, no problem. Uh, th- that book was a self-published venture, and um, about five months later, I got picked up by a a publishing contact uh, publishing co- a company called uh, Sage's Tower Publishing. So that was pretty exciting, and they re-edited my book, and they kicked me in the ass a bit and made me make it a little more colorful. And, um, of course, I I did what they asked me, and it's out again. Here it is. There you go. So for people who don't know you, maybe just seen you for the first time, don't know anything about the book, uh, what can you tell them? about what they uh what they should expect well back in uh what was it what was the late 80s um let me back up even further you got to know a little bit about who i am first i think uh i grew up in a housing project and it was quite violent and um there was a lot of crime going on and and i was i was sort of falling into that i, I was getting involved into it and uh, I needed a way out <clears throat> because when you're in that kind of situation, getting out of that is almost impossible. It really is. And for a kid, it really is. So anyway, um, 
as my life went by, I got deeper and deeper into this stuff. Until in my mid-20s, I quite by accident met these guys who were playing Dungeons and Dragons and all kinds of other role-playing games. And um, they convinced me to come play Dungeons and Dragons with them. And they started sharing the cannabis with me. They're, they're sick of her, baby. And um, this stuff calmed me down, and it, it brought me back to the art that I do. It, it, it took my mind off of uh, the stress and, and of living where I lived and, and all the violence and, and stuff like that. And it gave me a moment to just open up, and I started making this crazy art, paintings, drawings, sculptures. In my late 20s, uh, I discovered my, I rediscovered my native heritage and started applying my art to that. But at the same time, I was drawing pictures of Dungeons and Dragons characters, because these five guys, these five guys that I had met, they probably saved my life. They probably kept me from getting shot and they have very at the very least they kept me out of prison by playing this dumbass game with me and getting me high on pot and um so i started writing a book back then i lost it in a flood i i wrote it with a pen on on paper and i lost it in a flood yeah yeah then i did it again and i lost it in a flood again <laughs> and I, I'm not even kidding you, man. That's and then I did it again, and an ex-girlfriend threw it out on me out of spite. No. So about 20 years went by, and I didn't touch it anymore because I thought, holy Jesus, man, it's just been a curse. Yeah. And then something was happening in my brain my, phys physically, and uh, I won't get into that, but they... Uh, the doctors put me on these drugs that were really fucking me up. Like, fucking me up, buddy. I was having experiences that I wasn't having. I got memories that I of things that I didn't do, but I thought I did at the time. And I'm talking things that I didn't, like, years ago, decades ago. Memories of my life that never actually even happened. As soon as I found out this was happening, I stopped. I went cold turkey off all these drugs. Yeah, here's where it gets really weird. I was living on a farm. Just before the farm, I was living in the woods with a pack of wolves. Yep, that's what I said. I was living in the woods with a pack of wolves. And then I lost my home, and I was homeless for a while, and I had to live in the bush. I was hardcore bush Indian. In it. And um, this woman found me there. And she invited me to share a farm with her. She liked my wolves. So I did. It was at that farm that I went cold turkey. I found cannabis again. Over nine months. The beginning of that nine months, I grabbed my computer. I grabbed my monitor, a desk, an inflatable bed, and a chair. And I pushed it all into a walk-in closet off of my bathroom. And that's where I stayed for nine months. Nine months. I'm not kidding you. And in that time, smoking pot kept me from killing myself because I was going through shit from just cold turkey and off those drugs. Eh? Yeah. And, um, and it inspired me to write this book. 
So nine months later, 325,000 words. There it is. It was too long to be one book. I had to split it into three. And there's the history of how that book came to be. The characters in that book, they are the people that those five guys, those five nerdy guys that got me to play D&D with them and smoke their pot. That's who those characters are. And me, I'm the little guy. I'm the little gnome. He's only a foot tall. Here, you want to see him? There he is. That's Papa Zverf Niblinski. Zverf Niblinski. Oops, sorry. Again with the opposite thing. So I make these out of, out of polymer clay and then paint them up. Yeah, and that's there it is. That's what that book is all about. That book is based on those adventures that we had over a two or three year period. Just high on hash and pot enjoying our life like finally that was the first time in my life actually that yeah. I, I started going hey life is actually pretty cool yeah the irony is that i was role-playing someone else living another life right <laughs> <laughs> hey sometimes that's what we gotta do uh it can't be said enough how amazing cannabis is and how many people it's helped and just the myriad of uncountable ways that it improves people's lives on a daily basis it's just it's incredible yeah yeah, the, the, the stigma on it is, oh, God, it's, it's just so damaging to society. It's, it's just bad. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never seen anybody get high on pot and beat someone up. I've never seen anyone get high on pot and get in their car and kill someone. Never even heard of these things ever happening. I mean, even Noam Chomsky says it's harmless and it should be legal, and it's the logical choice. I mean, even that guy, he's an old Jew, and he, even he says it, right? Like, wow. I mean, he's like, he's one of my heroes, man. I love that guy. You know, Chomsky's awesome. Yeah, we've come a long way in the last 10 or 12 years especially, but so much more to go, so much more to get done. Um, you so, mentioned earlier the, uh, the giveaway, the Twitter giveaway. Tell us more about that, and uh, tell us more about getting the uh, – how you got started on making these pipes, especially? Uh -huh. Okay, so I, I mentioned before about in my late 20s, rediscovering my, my native heritage and applying my art to this. And during that journey, which took me right into my early 50s, um, I met a lot of elders along the way who, who gave me a lot of teachings, traditional teachings. Uh, one of them was how to make a stone pipe and what kind of stone to use and so on and so forth. So that's how I learned how to make pipes. Uh, it's pretty obvious why I make hash pipes, <laughs> right? You know, um, so I, I don't think there's a, there's even a story into that. That was just the, the natural route to take, you know, at, at, at that point. Yeah, right, it was the practical thing to do. Um, so I started making them. I, I made them only as gifts and gave them away to friends and family until I came to Twitter and I made one for a guy on Twitter at Snoop Demi Dog. That dude is awesome. I call him Murray. I even made a sculpture of him. Here he is. He is a work in progress. This is Murray Gershwin. And 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 he's he's based on the personality 
of this fellow I met on Twitter. He was just this real cool dude, man, that helped me out a lot. I met a few people on Twitter like that. Anyway, that's him. He's a work in progress. And um, I digressed and forgot where I was talking about. What the hell was I? What the hell was I saying? I'm making the pipes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I made him a pipe, and he showed it online. And and people lost their shit, man. They were like, "Oh fuck, that's the craziest looking thing ever, man! It's so awesome." And I thought, hmm, I wonder if I can use that skill that I have. Make yeah, that's last year's winner. Yeah, the dragon pipe. That was I called that Druck Canada. So anyway, I, I I was wondering if I could apply those skills I had and promote my book with them. So I thought, hmm, what if I asked people to buy my book and then answer questions from my book? That's the chum I'm smoking from right now. Um, answer questions from my book to get points, and whoever gets the highest amount of points, the, the great biggest score, highest score, will win a pipe. I tried it out, and like I say, my, my Twitter following, this, it went from – I think I had like 520, 530 people around there, and it, it, it went to 2,000 in less than a month because of that pipe giveaway. It was awesome. It was crazy. So I thought, gee, I'm going to do that again this year. So I'm running another one this year, and I have this year's prize right here in my hand. This is called, oops, this is called the Clouds Dragon Pipe. It's made of the same stone as last year. It's just a different color. But it is the same stone. I know that's hard to believe, but again, this left to right thing is freaking me out. <laughs> I'm way too high for this. <laughs> so yeah. So that's the grand prize. Whoever wins that, I ship that off to them for free. They don't have to pay for it. And uh, in 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 the process of the contest, I've sold another twenty books. To people who I hope will enjoy them, enjoy it, the story, and uh, talk about it. Last year it worked. Everybody that was in the contest actually um, helped promote me after that, retweeted my my um, tweets about my book, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So there's the pipe giveaway. <laughs> Want to see some more pipes? Absolutely. Coolest. So as JRR token, obviously, I would have to like J.R.R. Tolkien, or I'd be some sort of hypocrite, plagiarist kind of <laughs> asshole, right? I'm not. I'm, I'm just an asshole. So <laughs> I decided to make a Balrog pipe. So here's the Balrog pipe. What hand is what? That's crazy. I'm trying to move my right hand. I'm using my left. <laughs> that's just silly. So that's a that's a Balrog pipe. I also have uh, what do I have? oh my buddy Puffy on Twitter. Another guy that's in, inspiring a character. I'm going to put in a book. The guy likes tacos. Okay, he's, he's Cherokee Mexican. Loves his tacos, and and I I just love the guy. So I said the hell with it. I'm going to make him a pipe. Send it to him. Freak him up. So I. I made him a taco. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really incredible stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna like that. So th this here is a snake, because I, I know this guy down near London, Ontario, 
and he really likes snakes, and I like him. His name is Duck. He's on uh, Twitter as well. I think he might even follow you if I remember correctly. This is hard to, to get a good look at because of the light, right? Because uh, I'm trying to make it so you can see the scales. Yeah. That is cool. And then, on, look, she's there. I go again. There's on his head. And then the, the boar and the bowl. And I have one more. Another buddy on, on Twitter. He was my second follower ever. I just showed up there trying to promote my book, and nobody would pay attention to me. And so, <laughs> so I, I answered one of, I, I replied to one of his tweets. And I asked him if he'd help me out. And the dude got me like 100 followers almost instantly. And he's been such a great friend since. So crazy Batman fan. Everybody should follow him because he's a really decent human being. And uh, so I did this for him. Wow. The bat pipe. <laughs> That's a gadget that I can almost guarantee you Bruce Wayne never had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's there. It is. That's what I've been up to, bro. That's awesome. You mentioned Tommy Chong earlier. I mean, I saw you guys uh, tweeting a little bit back and forth about the pieces. Uh, what was some of the feedback you got from him about it? He really liked it. He thought they were great pieces of art. Um, we had some conversations uh, over DM, over private messaging. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I, I can't really share that kind of stuff because that's, it was done in private messaging. I think, I think, I don't think he'd mind if I said that he did say this and I can almost quote him. So I'm sort of paraphrasing. I don't usually step outside of my own crew, but you have convinced me. So I'm going to read your book and give you an honest review. Wow, that is awesome. He said a lot of other things too that that's going to remain private. That's between him and I. But that that part, I think, I don't think he'd mind that. Yeah. So he's 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 very political, and I'm kind of not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so um. <laughs> yeah, and and I understand because he's got a lot at, at stake, right? He's he's like you. He, he's, he's living in the USA and. Man, that shit you guys just went through was. That's been a wild ride. <laughs> shit, man. I mean, we, we got JT up here, right? And the, and the brother's got some compassion, right? So he's like, we got to, I got to help my peeps. But you guys had Orange Julius Caesar. That shit was fucking, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And you survived there. Testament. <laughs> testament. Testament to your, to, to your people right there, brother. You yep. survived it. I honestly didn't think you would. I I sincerely thought you're. I was terrified that you guys were going to crumble. The Russians and the Chinese were going to move in. And Canada? Have you seen our army? Have you seen? We're very small. We're good, but we're very small. Okay, so I was like, "Fuck, man! Big brother's going to get his ass kicked, and we're not ready yet. We're not grown up enough." Right, your shit together, Harry. Oh God. I'm so glad you got through it. So happy for you. Oh yeah, we're still here. Oh. still working on it. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's it's it, at least you're 
it's it's a little downhill now, right? You're coasting a little. Yeah. Yeah. So not as much going on. Well, the, the, the least. there's a whole whole lot more cannabis legalization than there was, let's say, a year ago. Absolutely, state that's, that's good. Government's still a uh, still a bit of a disappointment, but Wait. baby steps, baby steps, dude. In in a few months, hopefully, 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 in in only a few months, the borders will open up, and you can come to Canada and smoke all fucking day long with me on the front lawn. Oh yeah, right, dude. It's Canada. The street. The streets are paved with Shannon, and they put cannabis in your mailbox. <laughs> it's paradise. Almost. Uh, speaking of uh, cannabis, uh, what's some good strains and stuff that you've been working well, with lately you can recommend to people? Um, I always say this. Uh, about four years ago, I came across this flower called shishkaberry. And... Um, Holy moly, man, it was good for pain, anxiety. It was just like, I'm going to tackle all your hardships and kick them in the ass kind of flower. It was so good. And I, I was able to get it a couple more times, and then I got something that was definitely not it. And I have never seen or found or heard about it again. And, man, I'd like to get my hands on that. Um, ooh, this crazy thing. Let me show you this. Okay, for anyone who's in pain, anyone can. Do you mind if someone gets a free plug? I'm not getting paid for anything. It just works, man. Oh, if you're in pain, you need to be finding this. That's dark chocolate, and it's supremely. Look, I've been to Europe. I know what chocolate's supposed to taste like, okay? And this is really high-quality chocolate. And they it also comes in different flavors, but I ate those already. Um, <laughs> and they're all really good. The chocolate is just high quality. But the pain relief I, I was getting from it was I have this um, genetic disorder where my body – it can be, it feels like fire sometimes, man, inside of me, burning pain. Yeah. And it, it travels, it moves. And um, cannabis helps with it. But wow, those chocolate fires were, it took it completely away. I mean, I was fucking high, man. But I was, <laughs> I was really like, whoa, I was enjoying my high too, because I was, no, there was no pain, right? Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, I just tried this new stuff today called called Lamb's Breath. And it seems to be working because I'm talking my ass off. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do I really like? Ooh, okay. So my buddy, I mentioned him before, Snoop Demidog on Twitter. His name is Demian. And uh, really, really super nice guy. Another guy that helped me out. He's the guy that helped me out with my um, first pipe giveaway. He's the guy I sent the first pipe to, and he showed it to everybody online and everything. Anyway, um, he developed the stuff that he called. Now, remember my character that I'm writing in my book based on him, Murray. I just showed you the sculpture of him, Murray Gershwin. Okay, so he 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 honors me this way. He's called his own strain that he's developed, Murray Wana. Nice. So, and and he sent me some seeds, and I grew the plants and. 
dude, I just let it grow, man. I don't, I don't, you know, I just throw it out in the field and let it grow. I don't even do anything to it. I got six ounces last year and I bought a pound of seeds. Holy smoke, I got a lot of seeds. So I've been throwing those out just like 2,000 plants out there right now. I keep killing them. I kill like 25 a day. And, and, and oh, there's another batch. I better kill them because we're only allowed a certain number, right? I just didn't. Oh, shit. What happened? Sorry, I dropped my keyboard. I just didn't know if they, I, I didn't think they would grow because when I threw them out, it, winter wasn't even over, right? And, and yeah, 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 there was still snow on the ground. And then we got two really hardcore frosts while the plants were growing. I thought, yeah, that'll kill them all off. They didn't. They, did. they just kept growing, man. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm out there killing the plants. So, but but I also have eight that I, I'm I'm cultivating of the marijuana, and uh, I grow that for my my sister who survived cancer, and her daughter who survived cancer, and I send it I send it to them for Christmas. I just and then a couple of times throughout the year I, I'll send them another ounce or two when they when they ask for it, and uh, just to deal with what they have to deal with, right? Uh, you know, post answer shit, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, those are the. If you if you ever find shishkaberry, and it just, and it it like makes you tingle. Damn man, tell me, all right? Because that was it. That was the stuff. It was I was buying it through an online site here in Canada, which I was led to believe it was completely legal. And they never ripped me off, and and they were really good about everything. And then suddenly they got busted, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, wow. I better stop ordering from those guys," you know, <laughs> kind of thing, right? So I kind of did. But by then, their their um their supply of shishkaberry was was gone because I wasn't getting the same flour again. Yeah, but I'm I I'm, what did I that stuff I just smoked, man, was pretty good. What's it called? A Joker 13. Here, this is my new favorite strain, man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, bro, I, I smoked this. This is what I smoked. Because when I was smoking just flour, I, I'm, I'm an old guy. I think I'm older than you. Yeah, I'm older than you. Um, or you look better. I don't know. Um, but must I, be. was wake, I was waking up. I was coughing up ash and shit, right? And uh, my bro, he says... Try the concentrate. She won't cough in the morning. I don't cough in the morning. So this is what I smoke right here. That that there's called lamb's breath. It's live sauce. And I, I tried shatter. Jesus, man, I almost killed myself with that. <laughs> it was so harsh. I was coughing for like an hour afterwards. And but I mean after that it was like a good high, but jeez, man, that first hour was brutal. So, yeah, I had to get off of that, and so and it was actually Snoop Demi Dog that said to me, "Try the diamonds; they're not as harsh." There I am. I smoke the diamonds in the sauce now, keeps me from coughing, and I do the edibles. Yeah, but every once in a while, when I have a special guest or I am a special guest, I'll indulge, I'll indulge with the flower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there it is. Oh yeah, ma'am. Fired up. Um. Before that you know, uh, also uh, let people know, especially people who are watching or listening rather on audio, uh, where to find you, where to find the giveaway, where to find the book, all that good stuff. 
All right, so let's start with my publisher. You can find my book there, and they are sagestowerpublishing.com. Uh, there's, there's a lot of actually good, good authors there as well. There's some pretty unique fantasy stories to be offered through those guys. Or you can go to my website, which is uh, com. Niblinski is N-E-B-L-I-N-S-K-I. Uh, or you can go to Amazon and just look up The Adventures of the Great Niblinski Book One. And you should get a link to it there. Or you can go to Barnes & Noble. They have a website. It's probably barnesandnoble.com. Look for me there and uh, you'll find me. Where else? Uh, that's pretty much it for the book. Um, the pipe giveaway and where to find me. You can find me on my website at the very bottom of page one. There's a spot there you can leave a comment and ask me to reply, and I will. Okay, I won't ignore you. I won't do it. Um, no, I'm, I'm not that kind of dude, brother. I'm when there's I'm a Ringo Starr. I'm not a John Lennon. Okay, I'm a Ringo Starr. Although Paul McCartney is my favorite musician in that band. Uh, but Ringo Starr answered every piece of mail ever sent to him. And I thought that was just really cool. So you can find me on my website. Again, uh, that's the adventures of the great Nablinski.com. You can find me on Twitter. And it's J-R-R token at Mark E.G. Dory on Twitter. Um, what else? What else? I think that's pretty much it, actually. That, that, that pretty much covers it. I have a, a YouTube channel, JRR Token, but um, the only thing that's on there is my promotional video. I'm, I'm, ooh, I'm really looking forward to this fall and winter because when I lock myself and hibernate over the winter, I'm going to make a Papa's Burton Blinsky puppet. And I'm going to start making Niblinski videos where you get to talk to Papa's Smith Niblinski himself. You know, <laughs> Hi, kids, it's me. That kind of thing, right? And, um, yeah, we'll do a little adventures. And then next summer, I'll take them through a little tour of the of the pot field. God, I hope I don't have a pot field. The cops are going to get me. Anyway, um, <laughs> wasn't my fault, really. I didn't think they'd grow. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's kind of it. Yeah. Awesome. Man, JRR token. Everybody check out the book. Check out the giveaway. All that stuff. Thanks for coming back on the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Let's let's do it again next uh this winter coming after book two comes over. Hell yeah. I'll be here. Awesome, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take thanks. a good one. All right, have a good night. You too, man. So there you go. My interview with J.R.R. Token. It was awesome. Um, go check out his book. Check out the giveaway. All that stuff. And uh, we're going to do some Cannabis Radio promos. By the way, check me out on CannabisRadio.com. bunch of other podcasts on there as well. Great shows. If you want uh, video and audio links to what I do, we're in a bunch of different podcast places when it comes to audio. Tune in. Amazon Music. iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all those links can be found at stonerjesus.net as well. Check out these Canvas Radio promos. Then we come back with Strip Trivia 
with Snowy Autumn. How well does she do? Do you get to see the best hits on Twitter? You have to wait to see and find out. Coming up with our uh, strip trivia with Snowy Autumn. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 4, Verse 41. We'll be back after this. Dick Nuggets. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Bear Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little, your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with the bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised.
Bam. That's right. I'm starting to like the abruptness of that. It's cool. Stern G Show Live, Chapter 4, Verse 41. Welcome back, everyone. We're doing live on Twitter tonight because of the possibility, exclusively on Twitter, because of the possibility of nudity in our next segment, the return of Stern Jesus Show Strip Trivia, this time with Snowy Autumn. Follow her on Twitter at Snowy Autumn, also OnlyFans.com slash Snowy Autumn. How does she do? Uh, did she get a lot of questions right? Did she get naked? Do we get to see her pussy? Do we get to see the best tits on Twitter, which belong to her? Well, you have to wait and see. And the time is right now. As soon as I go, find the video and play it. And then we're out this bitch. It's awesome. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. Go check out sternjesus.net. Keep spreading the word about sternjesus.net. Like the stuff you see on Twitter. Help us with the algorithm bullshit Twitter has us in. Now, without further ado, Strip Trivia. The best tits on Twitter, Snowy Autumn. Should be recording. Sometimes it takes a minute to kick in. In any yep. case, welcome everyone. Stoner Jesus Show on the video chat for yet another edition of Strip Trivia, Snowy Autumn. Snowy Autumn on Twitter. You can also search Snowy Autumn on OnlyFans. We'll talk about all of that coming up. Uh, first, we're getting into the trivia and stuff. For people who don't know about the trivia rules, uh, Snowy has five articles of clothing, which means there'll be 10 questions. And whatever level of nakedness she winds up at after 10 questions, or before 10 questions, hopefully, if she is completely naked. But however long she makes it, that's uh, the suspense of the game. That's the way the, uh, the game lands and in the spirit of competition. That's where we'll leave it. But uh, before we get into that, uh, Snowy, what made you decide to start an OnlyFans and uh, get into making adult content? Um, I think it's because I always loved being naked. I always loved not having clothing on. I loved sexual like experiences. And with quarantine, my body was just like, hey, I think it's time we try something else. And we tried OnlyFans out. But before OnlyFans, I actually did TikTok. And then TikTok banned me. So now we kind of just do Twitter and OnlyFans, and we're just growing. <laughs> so what did you do on TikTok to get banned? Was there anything specific? Cleavage, actually. I only showed, like, that much cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people just kept banning me. I made, like, three accounts, all of them banned, and now my phone is banned. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Worst thing so, I got on TikTok was uh, I got a, a video immediately removed. Basically, it was something mm -hmm. I was trying to do, teaching people – the trick where you put the dryer sheet into the little toilet paper roll and you can blow through it to like kind yeah. of make the, the smell that was immediately banned within two seconds. Yep. Anything now on OnlyFans, you can't smoke, drink, and I believe be outside, which the outside oh, part God. really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Um, so if people check you out, OnlyFans.com slash snowy autumn, what's some of the stuff that they can expect if they subscribe? A lot of anal training, anal play, uh, a lot of cosplay. So anime and very like slutty outfits. Um, so I really like brother and sister, mother, son, just a lot of role play. Pictures of me that you don't see on Twitter, very private, more stuff. And I post every like five days a week. So five out of seven days. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I post check that out. Yes. If you're watching the video feed, it's running along the bottom there. You can mm -hmm. see. 
Um, trivia, basically, I have this website that has like 250 plus trivia questions. I scroll oh. to a random spot and just pick, you know, just do 10 from, from there. For sure. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I guess it's more general knowledge stuff. Mm. Mm. Kind of a trivia nerd. Some of it I know, some of it I don't. No. Yeah, okay. I know some stuff. I know some <laughs> stuff. It's not the worst thing if you're missing questions, obviously, for people watching. Oh, uh, no. The very first question, uh, okay. what did the crocodile swallow in Peter Pan? Peter Pan? Yes, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Peter Pan. I would have no idea. I am. I haven't watched that in a long time. Didn't he swallow Mr. Hook? Like the hook guy, the villain? I thought he did too. I'm not familiar enough with it to know. That's not the answer they have here. No, what is it? It's uh, an alarm clock. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Okay. Well, flannel comes off. There you go. Wow. We're at a good start. Oh for one, so far. Such a random one. Question. Yeah, they're all very random. That's why I like this this list yeah. coming up. So question number two. What's the hardest rock? Diamond. Rock. Diamond is correct. Yeah. There you go. 1%. I actually have something on that on Snapchat about it. <laughs> Fine. I think I probably would have known that too if I had thought about it in a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, this next one, I would have absolutely no idea. Okay. What is the national dish of Spain for question number three? National dish, dish of Spain? National dish of Spain. I'm not even sure I can pronounce. I won't be able to pronounce the answer correctly, I'm sure. I thought it was some sort of like bull thing. I honestly don't know. So I would say ball testicles, but. <laughs> that's, a good, yeah. that's a good guess. Right? Uh, paella? P-A-E-L-L-A? -L -L -A? Paella. Is that how it's pronounced? Paella. paella. Well, I, I would but not guess that spelling for that word. I did not know that. I love paella. <laughs> is the national dish of Spain. Well, damn. I know how to make that dish by heart. <laughs> so, second question. Failed. Out of three. We're going strong. <laughs> yeah, so far so good. So far so good. There you go. All right. If you, uh, if you follow Snowy on Twitter, hopefully we get to this. I've seen a lot of tits on Twitter. Many, many pairs of tits. I have to say that Snowy has the best tits on twitter thank you they're natural all grown yeah, by that absolutely fantastic like i said hopefully we get to that point depending on the trivia questions yes question number four which horoscope sign has a crab cancer that is correct cancer i would not have gotten that one either i have i know nothing about horoscopes that's a cancer Great. sense let's go, there you go. <laughs> two for four so far Next question, question number five. What color is absinthe? Absinthe? What color is absinthe? Green. That is correct. It is green. Yes. <laughs> now you're three for five so far at the halfway point. Go me. Do the same in the second half. We won't get to full nudity. 
Oh no! It should be a first. Even though it's only the third time we've done this, it would be a first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Question number six. Okay. The Statue of Liberty was given to the U.S. by which country? Um, Europe. Uh, Europe is the continent that the country's oh, in. Oh, country, country. Oh, I'm yes. so dumb. Okay, uh, France. That's correct. Absolutely. I was thinking France, but then I thought, I don't know. I thought big. I thought big. <laughs> That's fine. We don't have any governing board here as far as the rules go. We, we can do what we want. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, question, you're four to six so far. Correct. Question number seven. Which U.S. city is known as the city of brotherly love? The city of brotherly love? Yes. I think I actually... Um, New York City? It's close. It Where is was it? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh. Well. Third question wrong. That's so sucky. I tried so hard. <laughs> you like the tan lines? Absolutely. We're trying. <laughs> oh. Well, damn. Turn on my is complaining at all. I'm not complaining. <laughs> so we were four out of seven correct. Mm -hmm. Question number eight. Okay. What substance are nails made out of? Carotene. That's correct. Bam. <laughs> five out of eight. Now to the final two questions. Let's go. How many children? Does Oprah Winfrey have? None. Nope. Yeah, none. That is correct. That is six out of nine. Down to the five. Question. I always thought if she had kids, we would all know about it. Like everyone in this whole. Definitely. <laughs> Down to the final question. I wish again. I wish I had, as I've said before on the show many times, sound effects, drum roll, something, something to build the suspense. But I think it's built enough. Yeah. Question number 10. We've never gotten this far. We've had complete naked really? before anywhere we got anywhere close to number 10. Setting standards. <laughs> yes. Yes, from now on, you'll be the standard for strip trivia on the Star Jesus show. Question number 10. Where is the Sea of Tranquility located? The Sea of Tranquility. Yes. Where is the Sea of Tranquility located? Bali? That is not correct. It's actually the moon. <laughs> the moon is where the sea of tranquility is. Well, that's not fun. What the heck? <laughs> so. Bam. There you go. Is it as you remembered? Oh, absolutely. If those aren't the best tits on Twitter, I don't know what they are. Triple D, all grown. Oh yeah, that's going on on Twitter. Make sure you check out that OnlyFans as well. I was so close. I was so close. I would have never gotten the moon. <laughs> um, I noticed on um, one of your videos, well, a couple of your videos, that you're able to squirt. Uh, when did I you learn? Up. How did you learn how that you could do that? When you just have that pressure and that like 
closeness where you feel like you're going to pee, but it's not because you already did. It's that it's almost like a guy when they're about to ejaculate. It's that pressure and pressure and you just let it out. It's like a muscle in the vagina and you just start to get just get comfortable with yourself as you're playing with your clit or however you get off. So it just takes time. You have to just let your body go. You can't stress over it or be like, you need to squirt right now. If you don't, you was don't this work. What you trying to do at the time or is this something that happened? This just happened. I honestly didn't used to not be able to squirt. And then more as I was on OnlyFans, I just let go. And now it's, like, it's such a, I want it more and more. Like I want someone to make me squirt more. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you get lots of requests and stuff from people. What's uh, what's some of the crazier stuff that people have asked you to do? I've been asked to like eat myself and gorge myself. Oh yeah. And burp, vomit it up. Oh wow. <laughs> I need to vomit it up, and then the more vomit I did, the more money I got. Wow. So it was weird. I've also gotten the, can you just degrade me like a mom would? And just let me feel like I'm a shitty person. I was like, okay, I will. I'm just, I feel bad inside, but if, as long as you're happy. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Um, you ever been requested something? You were just like, there's there's no fucking way I'm doing that. Um, I think there was one, actually. It was something about saying, imagine fucking like an animal. And I did not like that. I said, no, that's weird. Like, I'll fart i'll burp i'll do whatever you want but i'm not gonna involve anyone else like anyone else that's not a human you know that's just <laughs> my line you know a little crossed my line absolutely i can definitely agree with that um, where can uh besides only fans and stuff and twitter is there any place else people can find you online i have a snapchat okay so I add everyone and everyone can see my Snapchat and it's like as me getting ready. Um, it's literally snowy autumn, the same as everywhere else. <laughs> there you go. Just remember snowy autumn. Yeah, I had just posted me getting high with my tits all out, my outfits, see, all the goods. <laughs> there you go. Go check it out. Onlyfans.com slash snowy autumn. Snowy, thank you for doing this. It was awesome. Thank you. I feel so much smarter about myself. <laughs> You killed it. Absolutely. Thank you. you. And we got to see everything. So it was a win-win. Last minute. Last minute scene. <laughs> we built the drama. And the whole thing went perfect. It was great. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I'm yeah. so excited. Anytime you want to come back, anything you have to promote, you just let us know. We'll be here. Yes, please. You're as cool as a cucumber. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Snowy. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. There you go. Snowy Autumn. At Snowy Autumn on Twitter. Snowy Autumn on OnlyFans. Go check her out.